This is Laura looking for love, and as we are entering the month of love, February, today I will be talking about the things that often keep us from experiencing deep love connections. And those are what I call love blocks. They are energetic blocks that we can't see with our eyes, but that affect us regardless. And they often form because of a past trauma or belief system that we've inherited that isn't truly in alignment with our spirit. So how do we know we have a love block? Well, the majority of us do, as human beings, because as humans, we would have had to live in a bubble to avoid emotional and spiritual trauma. It's just part of the human experience. And as uncomfortable as it is to go through trauma, we often need it in order to raise our conscious awareness and wake us up. I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but there's a saying that goes, until the pain of staying the same outweighs the pain of change, everything stays the same. So if we get comfortable in our complacency, there really isn't any movement or growth. But change is hard. It takes effort. And spiritual change is like physical exercise. It's not always fun, but the benefits are what count. There is great reward in the aftermath of putting in the work. So love blocks are kind of like our comfort foods. They keep us feeling good and safe. They're like band-aids to avoid deeper trauma. But they also block us from true spiritual connection with another. And nothing in this world is better than that. So since love blocks are energy that we can't see visually, how do they manifest in the physical? And before I answer that, I just want to make an aside comment that psychically and clairvoyantly, these love blocks and energy are visible. However, since most people have separated themselves from their natural intuition and clairvoyance, which we all have access to, it often goes unnoticed. And that separation from psychic gifts is another love block, by the way, but I'll be talking about psychic phenomena in another podcast. So how does it manifest? Okay, well, single women, I'll talk to you uh, especially, because as you are in the dating world, there are often characteristics that most women dislike. It might be chauvinism, it might be egotism, it might be cheapness. Any of those qualities are love block, because it's not what that person's spirit was like pre-trauma. I guarantee that there was an experience that that person had in his life that led to the manifestation of those behaviors. So I'll use cheapness as an example. Why are some people so cheap, especially if you are trying to woo another person? Why would you choose to exhibit that quality? And cheapness has nothing to do with money, even though it may seem like it, right? Cheap people don't love money more than any other person. So what is it? Well, I'm going to let you in on a huge secret that most people don't realize. Cheap people all have one thing in common. They are all victims. They operate out of survival and they hoard because they are in a constant state of lack. They aren't connected to the energy of abundance and they can't give because they are afraid that if they give this $5 now, that that will be the $5 that they will need one day when they are destitute and broke. And they may never consciously be aware of that line of thinking but that's the energy behind it. So I met this guy once um, at a party. He was a friend of a friend, and he was telling me that he'd been online dating through all the different apps, and he had this system that he would only ever ask a girl out to coffee on the first date. So I asked why, and he said, I want to rule out the gold diggers. So I asked, why would you assume that they were gold diggers if they wanted to eat a meal with you? And he said, most girls are gold diggers, and there are a lot of girls that just go on dating apps to get free meals. To me, his answer was just gross. I immediately had this urge to just cut off his balls. Who are you to objectify women 
as gold-digging monsters. That he is this big prize that they must jump through hoops to win. That was my initial reaction. And this guy was a mental health therapist, by the way, and he didn't even realize that his system of testing women and pre-screening women was really objectifying and sexist, but it also would rule out any woman of a high vibration, the spiritual warrior woman, which are you who are listening. Because the spiritual warrior woman is the one who is still connected to her intuition and continues to fight for her self-worth and will not stand for being objectified or simplified. So although I was initially super repulsed by this man who had very little awareness of how he was treating others, I do see where the love block has occurred in him. And instead of being judgmental of his behavior, it is best to have compassion because the behavior is not just a character flaw. It is a defense mechanism that arose due to his own emotional scars and trauma of feeling taken advantage of in the past, of feeling used, and of feeling such a lack of his own abundance that he lives in a state of survival. And that is not a fun way to live. And just like him, we are all victims to some extent. The human experience is very traumatizing, especially to a sensitive and intuitive spirit. The more in tune you are to your intuition, the more traumatizing the little things can be because you notice them more. So even though this man upset me by his comments, I definitely can relate not so much to his screening method, but to the source of his block. So I was always a very sensitive and empathic person since childhood. And when I was in grade school, I was always thinking about other people. I wanted to share give to my friends and my family. But there was this one Christmas that I decided to use all my savings for my own birthday and Christmas gifts of previous years and buy not only my good friends, but my classmates really nice gifts. And I was very careful not to leave anyone out. I had so many gifts I couldn't carry them all without drawing attention walking to class. But by the end of the day, when I left school, I had a very small bag of gifts. Most of the people I bought gifts for didn't think to buy me anything. And those who did bought me something really small. And while at the time I could have learned the lesson that giving isn't about receiving, it's about giving for giving's sake, that wasn't the lesson that I internalized on an emotional level. I felt unloved, unimportant. And so the next year, I didn't want to give anything. I became stingy. I didn't want to give anymore because I feared that if I gave and I didn't receive, I would relive that feeling of being unloved. And that is how love blocks start to form and manifest. And if we don't start to release those love blocks, we will eventually live a very isolated and lonely life. And don't think that just because a person is married or has a partner that they don't have love blocks. Most couples have tons of love blocks. Love blocks are what make people choose the wrong partner, settle for relationships because they don't think they can do better. And on the flip side, they're what make people objectify others because they think they are better than anyone else. So I was at a wedding the other day and I saw my uncle. He was telling me that he had been dating his longtime girlfriend for over 20 years. His girlfriend is a woman from Japan, very traditional and very service-oriented. She had made a comment to me that it was typical in Japanese culture to serve men a drink when first meeting them. And I said I wasn't aware of that tradition. To which my uncle replied, Yeah, Laura, no Japanese man would ever want to be with you. So if his idea of love is a woman serving him, that is more of a self-serving need than love. Because love, real unconditional love, is not selfish. It isn't self-serving. And so he, although he's been with his partner for 20 years, seemingly happy, has a huge love block that prevents him from truly seeing her as spirit, beyond just her actions of servitude. Because the minute her actions and behaviors change, and she stops serving, his love will also change. And that's not unconditional love. That is not how spirit love works. And on her side, she has just as many blocks. Her fear of holding on to a man because of his expectations of how she behaves 
prevents her from receiving a deep spiritual love connection that honors her as spirit and as a person, not just as a servant and not just based on her actions and what they can provide to the other. So what can we do to release our love blocks? Well, awareness is always the biggest tool, understanding that they are there and possibly where they stem from. But it's moving from victim to hero. Like I said earlier, we are all varying degrees of victim. We wouldn't be human otherwise, but we must constantly move toward hero. And if we stop and camp out, comfortable in our dysfunctional victim behavior, then we will only be able to manifest and attract anything that is of the same vibration. So can cheap guys and girls be in relationships? Of course. Can controlling guys and girls be in relationships? Of course. But they will attract others who are of the same level of victimhood. And sometimes that makes us happy to be with another victim. It makes us feel supported and less alone. But there is no growth in validating each other's victim identities. None. So if you are listening, you are already beyond dating the cheapo, the control freak, the chauvinist. You are looking for a hero. And they just don't come wrapped in those packages. And in order for you to attract the spirit hero, or one who is walking in that direction, you must as well. Attracting the right person is not about buying the right outfit when you go out to the club, making your makeup and hair perfect, and having the perfect body. It's about moving toward a healthier spirit. So that's all for today. And for those who are listening, I'm offering a free intro session, Identifying Your Love Blocks. It's a one-to-one online or phone session with me. And I'm offering this because I have a new psychic mentorship program right now that will not only be one-to-one training on psychic tools and intuition building to clear energy, but we will also focus on releasing many of the victim identities that we've taken on throughout our lives. So if you are in that spiritual warrior phase where you're just ready for major transformation, you really want just to see things turn around, you're tired of just dipping your toes and you really want to dive in, this is a really good program. It's not the type of program I'm offering. It's not really offered anywhere in terms of like the personal work that I'm going to be doing with you feel free just email me for so you can see what it's about you can go to thebonsaibabes.com www.thebonsaibabes.com click on the section psychic mentorship uh, once you enter the session in the cart the promo code is Laura looking for love there are no spaces Laura looking for love with no spaces and the session will be free of charge and if you're not quite ready for spiritual transformation which like I said will take some work um, although the benefits are immeasurable that's okay Just keep tuning into the podcast Fridays for awareness building and I will see you in a week.